I can't believe we're already on episode five. Oh my goodness. Okay, you know the drill by now, I hope, that this multi-award winning podcast is all about dating and has some very frank talk about all matters personal, particularly sometimes sexual, and also potty mouths from time to time. Actually, I don't know if we are going to have any potty mouths tonight. Maybe we'll be well behaved. I don't know, but I can't guarantee it. So please bear in mind that this podcast may not be for everyone. Hello to all of you, my beautiful, precious AmFam gang. Welcome to Once More. Accidentally, <laughs> accidentally MILF online dating adventures after 50 with me, Angel Bliss, and my wonderful, amazing special guest. He's graced pages of Playgirl. He's danced practically naked in the go-go bars of Hollywood. And he wrote a movie about a guy whose penis vanished in the night and reappeared as a human to sabotage his love life. He was my very first Tinder date. And I'm really happy that he's now a really good friend, the amazing Johnny Two Ts. Also here tonight, once more, we have the wonderfully long-locked Richard. <laughs> and we have the amazing Freddie. That's a big cheer. <laughs> I'm giggling because someone brought margaritas into the studio. I think maybe I've had too many. I don't know. Anyway, we're all a bit giggly tonight. Also, I should warn you, we've had to open the windows because the air conditioning's not working properly and it's absolutely boiling in here. So you might hear a few cricket noises or dogs barking or other weird things. So apologies for that. So um, I'm going to tell you about... Yet another outrageously unconventional date that I went on. Um, oh my goodness, can you hear that thunder outside? We're in Los Angeles and it's absolutely bucketing down with rain and there's thunder and lightning going on. Um, wow, this is quite unusual, um, but quite apt actually for the story I'm about to tell you. So, am fam, here is a sneaky peek of what's to come. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> the way I fell, my ankle was kind of tucked behind me and I couldn't get up. I felt like an old woman that had tumbled over on a Zimmer frame. It was so humiliating. With you, you in dudes, the middle, sticking. Fucking makeup and skirts and shit and <laughs> everything. And the doorman had, like giant facial piercing and his contacts like he was undead and because <laughs> I got this undead guy asking me to pay a ten dollar cover charge he's like eyeing me up and down and I could tell he wants to deny me entry but little did I know <laughs> I was about to get a second blow to my dignity that day at the skate park so we're going to have a lot of fun and you are going to have some laughs tonight. Again, at my expense. This podcast is called Accidentally MILF because really, honestly, I had absolutely no intention of being described as something like that. I didn't realise that older women, particularly older women over 40 and over 50, are actually a very desired commodity in the online dating sphere. And I have been led to believe that apparently MILF porn is um, what we have to thank for that, for sexualising older women. Or for, let's not say that, let's say for 
recognising the beauty and the desirability of women our age, seasoned women of a certain age, who have still got it going on, you know? We all have still got it going on, girls, come on. Dust yourselves off. If you're single and you want to find a mate, get yourselves out there. Be careful, be cautious. Learn from the mistakes that I've made, because, oh my goodness... You already know that I've made so many mistakes already, but I'm telling you about them so that you can avoid making the mistakes like I did. You have to guard your heart, you have to stay safe always, and just have an open mind and have a good time. I'm going to tell a story about this skater boy who's 20-something years younger than me. Um, I thought I was going to be going out with Tony Hawk, so I thought he'd be like a kind of skater dude, older but still cool and athletic. And this guy had long curly hair, which I really liked. So we matched on Tinder, and he looked cool in his pictures. Like, there was just something about that whole skater vibe that I was attracted to. You know, you think of all the kind of cool skater dudes, because... Skaters now can be quite old and still have got it going on, you know. Um, so there are all these pictures of him, like doing his moves and his jumps and everything. And I thought, oh, it could be really interesting to actually meet somebody who who's kind of cool, who's doing that thing, you know, athletic. He's going to have nice muscles. So um, we matched and we talked online for uh, probably about a couple of months or thereabouts. And Freddie and I are going to read you a little bit from our text conversation. So bear in mind that this guy was very, very sexy and from Ecuador. And I have to admit that a Hispanic accent makes me go weak at the knees. It's so sexy. But we're going to have to make do with Freddie's British one. I'll uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my. I won't. I don't think I'll sound as sexy as he did, but I've got a bit of a throat today, so it's like the closest <laughs> I can get. Hey, beautiful, how's it hanging? It's hanging like super ripe fruit. You into skating too? Well, you know, I <laughs> I've been known to burn rubber on a skateboard from time to time, and oh my god, that was such a big lie. I'd been on like one skateboard once when I bought one for my youngest son for Christmas a, f- a few years ago, and I realised that I had no balance, so I got off that thing before I fell over and did myself a mischief. But hey, I'm not going to tell him that. I'd love to meet up with you sometime so you could show me your skills. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I de- <laughs> well, I definitely have a few skills to show off. When can we meet? I love a lady with special skills. Let's fix something up soon. Yeah, great. But your kickflips and ollies better not be as smooth as mine. I had no idea what a kickflip and an ollie was. <laughs> and I had to Google the terms. And when I realised what was involved in them, I was absolutely horrified. I had no idea I was going to pull off that lie. I've got smooth ollies, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so uh, this is me on the way to the date. Oh my goodness, I'm a bit nervous because I've kind of given him the impression that I'm a skateboarder and I'm so not. Um, Anyway, it's going to be fun, isn't it? He's really cute, got long locks, Ecuadorian, 
more than 20 years younger than me. Seems like a really nice guy though. We've been talking on and off for a couple of months and you know, we've kind of got a, a kind of a funny vibe going between us and we just had quite a few laughs. Anyway, I am wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a hat because I thought that might be like a cool touch for skateboarding, but I'm worried it might fly off. And I've got on kind of like thin yoga pants type things, but a long t-shirt to cover up my butt. And I've got on, I don't know if you can skateboard in heels, but I've got these kind of, they're not huge heels, but I've got shoes with heels on. I think that might have been a bit of a mistake. I don't know. Anyway, and I've got a little bag with me that I can go put over my shoulder. I'm hoping I can just watch him skate. We're meeting outside a bar in Venice, close to where he lives. So I'm hoping that we'll just walk to the skate park and maybe have a drink, walk to the skate park. I can watch him skate, because it is super cool and sexy. I'm a little bit nervous because I don't really know what to expect. Well, I kind of think I know what to expect, but I always get, I always get surprised in these situations. Anyway, I promise you, I will report back. All right, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye. What on earth was I thinking? I was going skateboarding and I wore a wide-brimmed hat which could be blown away by a little gust of wind. I was wearing yoga pants that only came down to my knees, a T-shirt and heels on my... Sh I mean, who goes skateboarding in heels? You and me will be all right. He turned up with knee-high socks on. You know, like skater boys wear, but they're like schoolboy socks. Carrying a second skateboard for me to go skating <laughs> with him. Sweet of him. Well, yeah, except I, I probably only skateboarded once in my whole oh, life. Yeah, I won't hop on a skateboard anymore. So we went inside the bar and we got a drink. And I kind of felt like people were looking at us, you know, like it was the first time really I've been on a date where I felt like we did really look pretty mismatched. I mean, he was dressed with these schoolboy socks on. I was like in, in the most ridiculous clothes. And I just felt like, oh, this is a bit weird. Anyway, so he said, uh, are you ready to show me your skills? Um, <laughs> I thought, go on then, in for a penny, in for a pound. I'll go, I'll walk to the skate park with him. Um, and he had, I'm not joking, he had about 30 friends at the skate park that he was introducing me to. And I felt like he'd done a bet with somebody and he was showing me off. To, to all these skater friends. Oh, come and meet come and meet Max, come and meet Henry, come and meet this guy. And I was like, hang on a minute. Proud of you. What's going on here? It was bizarre. Anyway, as you know, I had really inappropriate shoes on for skateboarding, but I thought, never mind, I'll just do it. So I hopped on and started pushing. The wind was blowing through my hair and I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I've got this. And then, boom. I'd ridden it over this stone. My hat flew off and I'd gone arse over tit onto the floor, <laughs> mortified. It was so embarrassing. The way I fell, my ankle was kind of tucked behind me and I couldn't get up. I felt like an old woman that had tumbled over on a Zimmer frame. It was so humiliating. About 10 people gathered round trying to help me up. He came over, um, took off his bandana that he was wearing and wiped the blood off my leg, lifted me up and sat me down on the bench. Oh, 
my goodness, it was like your worst nightmare. <laughs> I hid my humiliation quite well and I got myself comfortable on the bench and tried to retain the last element of dignity that I could muster. But little did I know, <laughs> I was about to get a second blow to my dignity that day at the skate park. So I was like, well, I'll sit and watch you. And I sat there and he was skating up and down doing his thing. And this woman next to me said, your son's so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right. Okay. And then he came out of the skate park in front of this woman, came over and again showing off in front of his friends, giving, gave me this real sloppy kiss. And this woman gave me the funny. daggers. <laughs> And I just thought, you know what? Who cares what other people think? Well, I do sometimes. <laughs> anyway, this is me on the way home. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I've been as embarrassed or humiliated in about the past five years as I was today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I went arse over tipped <laughs> completely, completely like knackered my knee in. My knee bled so much that there was blood dripping down my leg into my white shoes. It was probably not a good idea to wear heels. Um, anyway, so we met up and once more I had that syndrome that I had with Johnny of him looking so young. I mean, he's a bit more than 20 years younger than me, so of course he's going to look young, but he looked really young, and I was so mortified when I first saw him. But you know what? He was actually a really sweet human being, and I don't think there's going to be necessarily any romance between us, but he's definitely somebody that I'll keep in touch with and maybe meet up for a drink with him every so often. Because he actually was a really interesting character. We had, we had actually really good conversation. One of the things I really like about doing this online dating is it's opening worlds to me that I would never normally be exposed to. I had no idea about the life of a professional skateboarder, what that was like. And it's kind of opened my eyes to a, a different facet of society that in my normal life I wouldn't be exposed to. So in that way, it's like, again, it's broadening my horizons. It's making my life fuller and more interesting. And I'm really, really, really glad I'm doing this in spite of the fact that my knee is really sore and I've got crusted blood on my yoga pants. Actually, looking back, I don't know what I was more embarrassed and humiliated about. The fact that I'd cut my knee and had blood running into my shoe or the fact that a woman had mistaken him for my son. I'm still friends with him to this day. He messages me all the time. I haven't seen him for a long time. Um, but he was a sweetie. But he apparently did have a thing for older women, like only went out with older women. So I don't think he was showing me. I mean, I don't think he was... He was probably there, but... to, to younger guys being with an older woman, especially guys in their 20s who are typically more immature, yeah. you would like a trophy to show off. I know, I know. I know, but... Like, look like, at this cougar I bagged. I always said, I used to say in my profile, I don't want to go out with anyone and be mistaken for their mother. So... 
I, it was just like a complete fish out of water situation. I'm comedically hilarious, really. Have you ever found yourself in like a fish out of water type scenario? Yeah, actually, I used to um, see occasionally. Well, we'd see, we'd sleep together, but it was this gothic girl in Los Angeles and Hollywood, and she lived in Orange County, and she would drive up to see me and. One night she wanted to go out. She's like, let's go to this bar. And it's called Bar Sinister. <laughs> bar Sinister. <laughs> that was, uh, well, that sounds a little um, ominous right there. But okay. Um, she's like, oh, it's, it's goth night, but it's not a big deal. You know, just wear what you'd wear if you were going out. Like, okay, so this was in the middle of summer, and I just got, I've been laying out by the pool because in the summertime I like to get dark. And this is a few years ago, so I was kind of, I had my vodka, sugar free Red Bull at home, the pregame, and my red cup, and super bro y. I'm like, I'm just going to golf club. I'm going to wear jeans and Adidas sneakers, and uh, and deep v-neck, you know, douchebag uniform. And so she and I were walking down Hollywood Boulevard and she's all like gothed out. And I look like Jersey Shores for the most part. And we get to the goth club. The situation. Yeah, kind of. And like I, when I get in douchebag mode, I really kind of have fun with it. And so I was like, she wasn't embarrassed because she was really cool. And I was embarrassed because I'm like, this is kind of fun. And we get to the goth club, and I still wasn't embarrassed, but I was like, holy shit, because I figured there'd be a few people there who were just normal. No, it was like it was a Marilyn Manson video shoot or something. That <laughs> <laughs> you in the middle, sticking. <laughs> fucking makeup and skirts and shit and everything in the doorman had like giant facial piercing and his contacts like he was undead and <laughs> so I got this undead guy asking me to pay a $10 cover charge he's like eyeing me up and down and I could tell he wants to deny me entry but you know he had no uh, ground to stand on to do so and uh, so we went to the club and it's just it's like that Matrix opening scene where they're at that underground party and all these like goth steampunk everyone is crazy outfits and here I am with my sexy goth date and fucking tan as fuck you know like ten shades darker than everyone else in that place because having a tan is like the most anti-goth thing <laughs> in the fucking DB and just the whole, everyone just stops doing their weird goth hand dancing and everything. They just stare. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I feel like I was waiting for someone to come up and, and challenge me in some, some weird goth ritual. But no, they just stared and, and whispers and murmurs. And I had another drink and I just decided to play things up for the rest of the night. So I'd make out and grab ass with the goth girls with in front of everyone just to get a reaction out of them, because I like to get a reaction out of people. It's fun. And she introduced me, it's like, oh, this is uh, Josiah, you know, he's part vampire prince or something. I'd be like, hey, what's up, bro? You know, how you doing? You know? 
So I, it's, I really, ha I, I had a lot of fun with that. I can adapt to certain situations like that. Um, I think the best thing you can do when you're a fish out of water is just be confident and, and try to, uh, to make the most of it. Has anyone ever dressed weirdly on a date with you? You told me a story about um, the Dave and Buster's woman recently. Oh, yeah. So I had a match with this older woman, um, early, probably mid-40s. She's an esthetician, divorcee. And we had talked for a little while, and we didn't really connect. And there's a momentum to the match and conversation. You know, when you match with someone, you have a good conversation. You want to meet them as quickly as possible so that uh otherwise it dies because everyone's disposable online and you're always looking for someone new anyway things kind of died because she went on a trip and she text messaged me recently and kind of resurrected them she's like oh you haven't texted me I'm... and i didn't really want to meet her anymore after that um because i've just been busy as hell but i'm like all right well i gotta go up to dave and busters this wednesday to redeem my coupons for something for all of our listeners outside of the u.s dave and busters is like it's like not somewhere you'd really want to go on a first date with somebody too um it's like a giant arcade full of arcade games and slot machines and all kinds of stuff like that and um they churn out these masses of tickets so you don't win money you win tickets and then you can go and you can exchange your tickets for like fairground type crappy gifts although actually johnny seems to think the gifts are pretty good or not gifts prizes um but it's a really ridiculous place to go on a date with somebody that you've never met before i mean obviously if you have a good vibe with someone and you like playing arcade games and do doing slot machines then great it's a great place to go on a date but a first date with a posh woman <laughs> oh why didn't i think this was going to go well I used to go all the time in Hollywood. Oh, uh, I get something. They have some good shit if you save your stuff up. I got a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses that uh, I had a prescription put in, but I didn't really want to meet her. And like, well, she lives by the Dave and Buster's, and I can kill two birds with one stone. So I just floated to her. I'm like, well, why don't you just meet me at Dave and Buster's, you know, 9 o'clock on Wednesday. And I picked Wednesday because it's half-price games. You know, this is like I figured I can earn more tickets while I'm up there. And so I get there before her, which sucks because I was hoping she'd get there and have her own drink in a hand. Save me some money. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible. So I get a drink and I'm just kind of scoping everything out, wait for her to come in. And I see this woman walk in and she's in a very nice dress and she's in heels and she has hoop earrings, and her hair is all like done back, oh, like she's no. this like Spanish dancer. <gasps> and she has this like mortified look on her face as she just takes it in. <laughs> and like I wave to her, and she comes over, and she's like, "Hi!" And she's kind of a princess. She has kind of a princess high maintenance attitude, attitude, like one of these. I want to travel the world and, and so she sits down with me and i'm like what's wrong I'm like you're all dressed up she's like yeah i i didn't know what this place was 
And I'm realizing now that she actually didn't because I thought everyone knew what Dave and Buster's was. But when we were speaking earlier and I said, meet me at Dave and Buster's, she texted, she had followed up and texted me. She's like, uh, David, David Buster's. (laughs) So she thought, I think she thought it was like some gastropub or something. And then I texted her like, no, Dave and And she's like, okay, okay, I'll meet you there. But she legitimately had no idea what it was. And I told her, I was like, it's adult Chuck E. Cheese. And she, <laughs> she had showed up already and was all dressed up. And ne- needless to say, things didn't... I got the sunglasses, but uh, the date went south. Is there any kind of sector of dating that you, you've you missed that you'd like? Like, do you want to go on a date with a circus performer? Or is there, is there any kind of, like, sub section of women that you haven't covered that no, you'd like I've to cover been out with adult stars and have you been out with circus performers contortionist contortionist because <sighs> we need to so. find we need to i don't think i've, I've seen them on the apps i don't not... think so i've been out with girls who could contort but they weren't necessarily in that field <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to throw out a challenge to all of the female listeners out there. If you have a really odd profession that you believe that Johnny has not yet dated, let us know. Contact me via the website at accidentallymilf.com and if you have a profession that Johnny has not yet dated, we will give Johnny all of your details and you never know, you might end up on a date with him and he might end up talking about you on this show I think that could be a lot of fun Okay, so it's time to have a recap of three things that we've learned in this episode Number one Dress appropriately Don't wear high heels if you're doing something active like I did or if you're going on a date to somewhere like Dave and Buster's Just dress appropriately for the place and the kind of date that you're having Number two, if you find yourself being a fish out of water, embrace it and revel in how different you are, like Johnny did at that goth club. You'll have more fun if you do that. And number three, don't be scared of the unfamiliar. Don't be afraid of dating somebody whose path you wouldn't normally cross. And don't be afraid of going on a date to a place that you wouldn't perhaps normally go to. You never know what a good time you may have. Anyway, that is all we've got time for in this episode. Next time I have a really unusual dating story to tell you. And I know I say this every time because most of my dating stories are pretty unusual, but I'm going to give you a little teaser because this one really is very different. So I matched with a guy, was talking to him for about six weeks. He had a really butch voice. He was very alpha male. We only spoke on the phone once, but his photos, he was very masculine. He wore lots of army type gear. He was like a real proper he-man type guy. Very, very good looking. So imagine my surprise when one night, completely randomly, he sent me a picture of himself wearing a pink dress and asked whether it would be okay if he called me (laughs) (laughs) Daddy-O. Whether he could call me Daddy-O. So do you know what I thought? I thought, 
I absolutely have to meet this man. I have to get inside the head of the guy that wants to wear a pink dress and call me daddy-o. I mean, why why wouldn't I? And, you know, part of me met him because I knew I'd want to tell you the story. I mean, this is how much this podcast is affecting my life right now. Um, so I met him. I'm not going to give anything away about what happened on the date, other than to say it was a blast. That's all I'm going to say. You'll have to tune into the next one to find out exactly what happened. Also next week, we've got a hilarious story from one of our listeners and Johnny is going to be telling us what he did in the dermatologist's office when it was a really gorgeous dermatologist and he was about to have his penis examined. You can't miss this one. Here's a sneak peek. And he kind of, he got a big erection in his pants and was kind of grinding on me a little bit and like saying how he really wanted to make love to me. The dermatologist is like this attractive blonde and me being the proud person I am, I'm like, fuck, they're gonna see my penis and they're gonna perform this medical, they're gonna slice it and cauterize it and everything. So, because of how I am, I'm like, well, I want it to at least look good when they do this. And he said, yeah, yeah, I do like to suck cock, but I like women as well, and I'm hypersexual, and I've got a great big penis. And he'd done, like, a porn photo shoot a few years before, and he'd sent me these... But he did have a big penis in these pictures. So don't miss the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. We've had such a good time tonight, not only because of the excessive number of margaritas that have been served to us, but we've had such a laugh. And we're only laughing because we know that you can hear us and you're laughing along with us, and it really makes a difference. If you've enjoyed this one, please, we'd really appreciate if you gave us a nice review and please tell all your friends about us and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Go to our website, which is accidentallymilf.com and become an AM fam, an Accidentally Milf family member. We just want to really build a really great community of fun and support for each other. All I have to do now is say thank you to the amazing team of Richard, of Freddie, and of Johnny Tooties. But of course, mostly to you for being there and for listening to us. We really do enjoy spending our time with you. So thanks again and stay safe out there, everybody, especially if you're online dating. Lots of love and see you next time. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Fab Team at Glistening Productions. It was produced by Angela Smith and Jeff Titro. Music is by Epidemic Sound and the theme music is by Ten Towers. Studio producer was Freddie Chopper. Studio engineer is the lovely Richard Venti. Consulting producer is Phil Parsons. Executive producers are Angela Smith and M. Jacoby. And I'm your host, Angel Bliss, with special guest Johnny Two Ts. Listening Productions. <laughs> <laughs>